Greetings, children all over the world. This is yours truly, Femi the Storyteller, and I'm back with another story. This story is called How Indian Corn Came Into the World. How Indian Corn Came Into the World by Henry R. Schoolcraft an Ojibwe legend. Yeah, I'd like to um, acknowledge that today is uh, Turkey Day. Some call it uh, Thanksgiving. So this story is along those, uh, along that that line of this holiday that we that we're celebrating. Um, as always, before I begin, I like to say I don't own the rights to this story nor do I own the rights to this music. Thank you. How Indian Corn Came Into the World Long, long ago, in a beautiful part of this country, there lived an Indian with his wife and children, He was poor and found it hard to provide food enough for his family. But though needy, he was kind and contented and always gave thanks to the great spirit for everything that he received. His eldest son, Wunz, was likewise kind and gentle and thankful of heart, and he longed greatly to do something for his people. The time came that ones reached the age when every Indian boy fasts so that he may see in a vision the spirit that is to be his guide through life. Wump's father built him a little lodge apart so that the boy might rest there undisturbed during his days of fasting. When once withdrew to begin the solemn rites. On the first day, he walked alone in the woods looking at the flowers and plants and filling his mind with the beautiful images of growing things so that he might see them in his night dreams. He saw how the flowers and herbs and berries grew and he knew that some were good for food and that others healed wounds and cured sickness. And his heart was filled with even a greater longing to do something for his family and his tribe. Truly, he thought, the great spirit made all things To him, we owe our lives. But could he not make it easier for us to get our food than by hunting and catching fish? I must try to find this out in my vision. So once returned to his lodge and fasted and slept. On the third day, he became weak and faint. Soon he saw in a vision a young brave 
coming down from the sky and approaching the lodge. He was clad in rich garments of green and yellow colors. On his head was a tuft of nodding green plumes and all his motions were graceful and swaying. I am sent to you, O once, said the sky stranger. By that great spirit who made all things in sky and earth, he has seen your fasting and knows how you wish to do good to your people and that you do not seek for strength in war nor for the praise of warriors. I am sent to tell you how you may do good to your kindred. Arise and wrestle with me, for only by overcoming me may you learn the secret. Once, though he was weak from fasting, felt courage grow in his heart and he arose and wrestled with the stranger but soon he became weaker and exhausted and the stranger seeing this smiled gently on him and said my friend this is enough for once I will come again tomorrow vanished as suddenly as he had appeared. The next day the stranger came and once felt himself weaker than before. Nevertheless, he rose and wrestled wrestled bravely. Then the stranger spoke a second time. My friend, he said, Have courage. Tomorrow will be your last trial. And he disappeared from Once's sight. On the third day, the stranger came as before. And the struggle was renewed. And Once, though fainter in body, grew strong in mind and will. And he determined to win or perish in the attempt. He exerted all his powers and lo, in a while, he prevailed and overcame the stranger. Oh, once, my friend, said the conquered one, you have wrestled manfully. You have met your trial well. Tomorrow I shall come again and you must wrestle with me for the last time. You will prevail. Do you then strip off my garments, throw me down, clean the earth of roots and weeds and bury me in that spot? When you have done so, leave my body in the ground. Come often to the place and see whether 
I have come to life. But be careful not to let weeds or grass grow on my grave. If you do all this well, you will soon discover how to benefit your fellow creatures. Having said this, the stranger disappeared. In the morning, once his father came to him with food. My son, he said, you have fasted long. It is seven days since you have fasted, you have tasted food. And you must not sacrifice your life. The master of life does not require that. My father, replied the boy, wait until the sun goes down tomorrow. For a certain reason, I wish to fast until that hour. Very, very well, said the old man. I shall wait until the time arrives when you feel inclined to eat. And he went to wait. The next day, at the usual hour, the, the sky stranger came again. And though once had fasted seven days, he felt a new power arising within him. He grasped the stranger with superhuman strength and threw him down. He took from him his beautiful garments and finding him dead, buried him in the softened earth and did all else as he had been directed. He then returned to his father's lodge and partook sparingly of food. There he abode for some time, but he never forgot the grave of his friend. Daily he visited it and pulled up the weeds and grass and kept the earth soft and moist. Very soon, to his great wonder, he saw the tops of green plumes coming through the ground. Weeks passed by. The summer was drawing to a close. One day, once asked his father to follow him, he led him to a distant meadow. There, in the place where the stranger had been buried stood a tall and graceful plant with bright colored silken hair and crowned by nodding green plumes. Its stalk was covered with waving leaves and there grew from its sides clusters of milk-filled ears of corn golden and sweet, each ear closely wrapped in its green husks. It is my friend, shouted the boy joyously. It is Mondiamond, the Indian corn. We knew we need no longer depend on hunting. So long as this gift is planted and cared for, the great spirit has heard my voice and has sent us this food. 
Then the whole family feasted on ears of corn and thanked the great spirit who gave it. So Indian corn came into the world. Children all over the world, hope you love this story, because I did. In celebration of Thanksgiving, Turkey Day, whatever else you call this wonderful day, I say unto you, enjoy it with your family and loved ones, relax, settle down, watch TV, watch parts of the World Cup. Wherever you are in this world, I know there's a game going on that you can relax and watch. Have a sip of your favorite champagne, wine, spirits, whatever you partake in, and just relax with family and loved ones. I say unto you, until next time, children all over the world, this is yours truly, feminist storyteller, and I love you all. Thank you.